What's up? Episode number two, a marriage reset podcast. Welcome back. If you came back from episode one, we didn't bore you too bad. So welcome, welcome. Yeah, glad you're here. Yeah, join in on this random conversation. <laughs> random conversation. Hopefully, intentional conversation. Intentional, yeah. yeah. But with me, it's oh, you never gonna know what be you're gonna random. Get. <laughs> <laughs> never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we celebrated what? 16 years. 16 years. We're recording this on a Sunday and on Friday, Friday. October 6th, (laughs) 2000. Look at your finger. Yeah. 2007, we got married, but October 6th, we celebrated 16 years. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's fanfare. (laughs) <laughs> so we got an opportunity. I feel like we need like the crowd clapping yeah. in the background. <sighs> Woo, the crowd yeah. goes wild. <laughs> it's probably going to sound terrible, but you know, whatever. I don't care. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, we had an amazing weekend together. The kids went with grandparents and they had fun, but we got to enjoy each other's company and be creative together, make woodworking and painting and all of that. Yeah. Um, Typically, so, yeah. typically in the past when we've just had a staycation or whatever you want to call it, it's usually ended up in fights or like it hasn't been a good thing. Because typically I'm yeah. the one that's on my phone or I plan to do work or we'll just want to sit around and watch TV. But this week, this time I felt like was... Which, which we had a couple of rocky days. We we had some big discussions leading up to it. and That's true. In that the was middle when the kids it, were still there though. But all of that was a lot of false targets and false expectations yeah. that were set ahead of time. So going into it, it was a little rocky. But all in all, it was an amazing weekend. Yeah. Like, I don't know that I would have really changed one thing about it. It was so fun. So much fun. Just yeah. being together, being silly. Like, I don't know, just celebrating. I don't, I was, when you said that, I don't, I don't know what I would change either. No, it was fun. More ice cream. I don't know. Madeline. More ice cream. I don't know. Maybe not. Okay. All right. More ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like your daughter. <laughs> I want ice cream. I want ice cream. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it was it was really good. We and were then so blessed. Friday night, someone anonymously texted us <laughs> and said, hey, we have a hotel room for you so y'all can get away and... That was pretty cool when we showed up. It was a big old suite, had a massive hot tub, or what do you call that? Jacuzzi, Jacuzzi tub. tub. And, and then they balloons had balloons and roses and snacks. And and snacks and, yeah. Yeah. I so. felt like, I felt important. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. So that was cool. That was a, uh, that was a fun surprise. Yes. That was, that was really cool. Walked into that and it was like, just an overwhelming what we ended the night last night and it was just like I felt so overwhelmed of just pure thankfulness of having that experience with the hotel room and then knowing like my parents taking care of the kids and being so loved by them. I mean, it was just it was just an overwhelming like God thank you. Yeah. Just feel so <laughs> like Words almost couldn't describe how uh, thankful and blessed I felt. I think for me it was um, just a matter of like, um, 
not only did we get to spend time together yeah and that but it was also like somebody does love us <laughs> you know like for me who thinks of that i think i even asked you that question yeah. <laughs> would you ever do that who for someone? thinks of that like i'm gonna i'm gonna get a hotel room and go get flowers and and put it in the room and do some like that was just i don't know that was just really cool so whoever did that thank you you to bomb yeah we're extremely blessed bomb.com so, yep uh, that was fun and then we came home uh we we did some home renovations <laughs> <laughs> tried to finish up some projects we had already started <laughs> but never quite finished and one thing led to another i felt like this weekend was that whole book if you give a moose a muffin <laughs> He'll want some jam and butter yeah, and to go along moose. with it. I was the moose because we were like, oh, let's just touch up the trim paint. Next thing you know, I'm ripping out the carpet in the hallway. Hey, let's rip out the carpet. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah. So so now we have no carpet in the hallway. Um, it's just concrete. And But in doing that, it was so gross. I, I used to be a person that wants carpet, but... No, not anymore. I do not want carpet Carpet is nasty. And it's one thing when you, it's your own carpet. If you could change it every year, yeah. You know, or if it's a, if it's your own, and it's your own grime and junk. But it was the people that lived there before, and all the like dogs, and ugh, I don't ten, talk twelve about years it. of I about puked a couple of times carrying that out to the garage. But <laughs> I'm like, you know what? It's concrete. It doesn't look pretty, but it it I think it smells better already. Oh, definitely. So anyway, so. how did we get off on? Yeah. I, we're in our weekend. Welcome That's to what we did. DIY with the pecs. <laughs> <laughs> we like to do it ourselves. Yep. And then we picked up the kids today. And they're and, home. Oh, one other thing. Now, I would not recommend this for anybody that is a OU or a Texas fan. And probably if I had to do it all over again, I wouldn't have got married on the day <laughs> or the weekend that OU and Texas play. Because now. For the rest of our lives, every time OU Texas game is on our anniversary weekend, typically. Yes. I think it has been every time. Yep. But I think we're kind of coming to terms where it's like a, or more of a tradition of watching yeah. the game. Um, however, yesterday, OU and Texas played Texas number three. That was an incredible OU game. number 13. And I was honestly just going into it with the idea of... Please don't let us get blown out again. <laughs> Just please. And so ending the game where OU won 34 to 30, right? 34 to 30. Yep. Uh, like my voice hurt the rest of the day. I was screaming so much. That was a blast. It was a You were pretty it, excited it was an awesome about it. Game. So anyway, that was a highlight of the weekend. And then after the game it was like now what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like I'm tired. A what do we do? Major high and then it was like all right, but yeah, it was so. fun. But anyway, overall, incredible weekend. Yeah, yeah, really we good. didn't. We it wasn't purposefully that we got married on that weekend. It was just, if I remember right, the only weekend that was open for family and the church didn't have anything, and it was yeah, kind of like there was. We were crunched on time and. Yeah, so it just happened to fall on that weekend, and yeah. we had family members that were not happy with us, but you know what? They got over it. Yeah. They sent us a check, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Well, I think they did, actually. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, um, anyways. Anyway. anyway so, no. But um, 
yeah, I think this is this is so we're talking about our story, part two, really. Again, taking care of business. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? I don't know. Let's just jump into this. I'm ready to go. Jump in. Yeah. Oh, I'm I got diving so- in. <laughs> <laughs> End of my head. Um, I cannot sing, so yeah. this is. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know why. I'm just in one of those moods, like so many songs popping in my head. Like, well, anyway, so I will try to refrain and telling you randomness. You never know what you're going to get. But uh, yeah, I guess leading into this, I don't know. I'm feeling talkative today. I think I'm going to be it. the talker today. Talk. Um, talked about last week, our story and part one and kind of the early years and just kind of a recap of what went on last week is just the struggles we came into the marriage with and lies he began believing about me and lies I believed about him, the pride that was in both of our lives. And we've referenced a scripture of the little foxes. And so going into this, we were looking up the scripture so we could reference it, so we could not say somewhere in the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere. We we know exactly where it is. Well, we were looking it up, and then I happened to come across, um, I read it in the Passion Translation, and I was like, oh my goodness. And he's like, you're reading that. So going into it song of solomon chapter 2 verse song of solomon song oh of solomon. Yeah. yeah yeah chapter 2 verse 15 and when i read this i was like wow that is so true you must catch the troubling foxes those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship for they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what i've planted within you will you catch them and remove them for me we will do it together. When I read it that way, wow, I was just like, oh my goodness, that is like, speaks perfectly. You can jump in at any time, but that just speaks perfectly to our story and going into it. The little foxes, I was writing down, okay, what what were the little foxes that we had, that we dealt with, that we struggled with? Um, I know we referenced pride. I had a ton of pride in my life, still overcoming pride. Um, The lies you believed about me, you can go into that. I know I believed lies about you, um, that your work and your ministry, it, in my heart, in my eyes, became a mistress in our relationship. And, um, and it, it, created a wedge um between us yeah and i i I think like as you're as you're talking about the uh um the small foxes it's like i I think my mind instantly goes to what do you mean like what do you mean small foxes Mm -hmm. and for me the small foxes that ruin the vine or came in and wreaked havoc are not necessarily like physical things that happen, but it's the mental game. Yeah. And it was very much like, um, I was going back through, again, referencing the book of Palmer. This is, <laughs> if you didn't hear it last week, this is a notebook that I wrote in, bright red notebook that I wrote in every time we went to marriage counseling. 
and it's just like packed full of like these little things and my prayers and just scripture and all kinds of stuff and uh so um but even looking back through one of the first things that he had us do was like what are the hurts and what are the the stingers hurts and hates is what what he called yeah. them, but like what are the stingers towards you and just even reading back through those it's it's all the mental it's it's wasn't physical things that you did but like one of them was just the first one that I had written down was like one of the times whenever I was trying to discipline Jackson and you came in and was like you're not doing it the right way it's it wasn't what you were meaning but what I accepted and held on to was I'm not a good dad I'm not a good yeah. enough father. And so then I suddenly started looking at things through the lens of, well, she doesn't think I'm a good enough dad. She doesn't think I can handle these kids. But it, it was just those those types of small foxes that if taken care of right then and like in that, let's just take that scenario, in that particular scenario of it being um, like if I would have come to you and said, hey, when you said that, this is what I felt. Yeah. We could have addressed it and you could have been like, well, of course that's not what I mean mm-hmm. at all. But because I held that in and I ha- I hung on to the thought, suddenly the next time we're having things, well, I'm coming at our conversation or I'm coming at things, well, you don't think I'm a good enough dad. So Automatically it, with those yeah. assumptions, yeah. And it plays into this idea that like, why should I give you advice on parenting? You don't think I'm doing a good enough job. Why should I... Why should I chime in on disciplining the kid? You just you're gonna just say that I'm doing it wrong. Wow, yeah. And it starts playing into now it affect, not only affects the way that I view you, but it affects the way that I parent. It affects the way that I view myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and so those I think in I mean we can go back through kind of what you know our whole timeline, if you will. But those are the things that really came in and wreaked havoc. And what's funny is, I mean, we can, we, even today, um, you know, the the kids are still with their grandparents or we're still with the grandparents this morning. And even today we were having conversation and I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not enemies here. Yeah. And we had to go, we had to go through that of like, you have your truth. I have my truth. And I think it even at one point, I can't remember what it was, which to me is like the beauty of it because now it's like it wasn't a big thing because we discussed it. Yeah, I think I think the final result was I was being triggered by past experiences um, that date date night oh, yeah. and all of that was becoming less important to you. Um, because because I would. Um, we would start something. My my trend has always been we start something and then great one, idea. one little then, thing takes it away and then slowly it phases out and then, you know, three months later we're it's nowhere to be found. And that's the that's the trait. And so that was your trigger, but um I don't even remember what, And I was wanting to just blow it off. Like yeah. anything I say is just gonna hurt you and I don't wanna hurt you and what I'm feeling it doesn't matter and you're like, Tell me, what are you like, let's talk about this. I'm like Oh, I'm just gonna mess it up and just believing lies about myself, even. Yeah. Um, 
but just going into it with the assumptions, like I'm just going to automatically hurt him. And he's, you're like, no, let's talk about this. Let's really get it out. Because Tell me what you're feeling. If we don't talk about it now. Yeah. It, we're just going to come back around to it later yeah. and end up being an even bigger issue when yeah. it doesn't have to be. Yeah. And I think at one point, I, again, I don't remember exactly the, all the detail. Oh, I remember but, every detail. Yeah, you probably do. <laughs> but it was, I think I even said, like, listen, when you said that, this is what it made me feel like. Whether it's yeah. truth or not, I have to recognize that that right there that you just said triggered something inside mm -hmm. of me that's not that's not right. And by me being able to say, when you said that, this hurt, or this is how it made me feel, yeah. um, we were able to talk about it, and then it was like, well, of course not. I don't. I'm not trying to say that. And now, it's not. It's not a trigger. It's not going to be something. Exactly. For the very fact that I can't even remember what we were talking about, you know? But even for you, you kept egging me on of trying to pull it out of me of what are you really feeling? What is going on? Why are you so irritated? Why is this such a big deal? Um, what are the triggers whatever? And trying to explain them to you, you ended up being defensive and started getting defensive. Nah, and oh, so. no, no, not that. Like, and I was like, stop. There's no way I was I'm telling <laughs> Yes, you were. Um, but I was like, stop. You told me to tell you what I was feeling. Let me speak. Let me get it yeah. out. And you're like, you're right. You're right. You're right. Anyways, I, I was right a lot today. I'm just saying. I heard it several Except times. Except for the back door. <laughs> you're right. You, yeah, Side you were... story, real quick. I took the, so we're painting the laundry room and there's the a door that door. goes out into the garage. And I took it off and laid it on the table. And I was trying to be very intentional to make sure that it's the inside that we wanted to paint. And so I had it laying down. And then what we were talking about, and she said, I think that's the wrong side. It's and I'm backwards. like, I'm You're pretty like, sure no. that's the right side. And she's, which we made a little wager on it. I still didn't get what we wagered. But um, anyway, I ended up being right. So <laughs> You were, you were. Yeah. But uh, we painted both sides of the door, so it didn't matter. <laughs> we, we both won that one. Yeah, so it, it didn't matter. Actually, we both lost because neither one of us got a drink. <laughs> That's true. We Our wager was uh, getting Sonic drinks, but we made sweet tea and coffee at home. So Yeah, win for us. Woohoo. Yeah. Anyways, small foxes. <laughs> Shoot that Random. rabbit. Random. <laughs> okay. That cool. rabbit's gone. Yeah. Done. So, but, the, but taking care of the small foxes. And so when we look back in our story... Or just in your life and my life, there's a lot of instances where I can look back and say, man, if I would have taken care of that. One of them that was massive for me was pornography. Mm -hmm. And that was an area that um, obviously a young kid, we got the internet for the first time. Um, I mean, everybody knows the, it's probably the same old story. It's the, the internet, get on there, pop up, whatever. Um I don't even remember how I got to the first porn site or, or whatever, but it's just a slow, gradual thing. I'm in public school. Guys are talking about it in the locker room. They're talking about, you know, all the masturbation and just everything that goes along with it. Yeah. And more or less just out of curiosity at first, it's like, what is this? And then slowly it just started consuming me and consuming me. And I look back even at that moment of, I remember, I remember even. I don't. I don't remember if it was the first time or whatever. But but having the thought, I, like I need to tell my mom and dad, 
but being so scared and shameful and like they're gonna hate you me. Don't talk about that. We stuff. don't talk you about can't. it. Like just throwing it under the rug and like this. I mean, my my parents were pastors, and so what is that gonna do? Just all of those things that I mean, obviously the enemy doesn't want things gotta in, have, in yeah. the light. You know, you gotta have this perfect image. You gotta act a certain way. You yeah. gotta. Yeah. Can't be doing all that stuff. Right. But which you shouldn't be, but Right. But it's but it's we're also if I if I would have in that moment got it out into the light. Yeah. Like what over twenty years of pornography addiction, what what would I have saved? You know, like throughout my life, how much struggle, how much uh, issues, how many uh, relationships, how much just self identity issues, things like that, that I would have not had to deal with yeah. if, if I would have been open and honest yeah. in that moment. Cause even coming into the marriage and I, I, we talked some about it and I know there was yeah, mention you, you of some even, struggle yeah. and I didn't even know the, the full extent of it all or even everything in your background because you were so stuck in this mindset of, I have to keep it secret. I can't talk about it. And so you didn't even want to talk about it with me. And any time I would try and pry and what happened here? What did you do here? And how bad is this? And are you still doing this? Like it was, it, you felt like it was attack against you. Yeah. Which and it wasn't. I was just. <laughs> it led into anger. Like yeah, I was mad. And huge fight and argument and so mad at me. But I remember big and pregnant with our second child that, you finally came to me and opened up some, yeah. told me just enough about your pornography struggle and who, what woman eight months pregnant was to hear. <laughs> so that was a journey of going through and learning to forgive you because it was, it was a few years that I had to go through of any time we were intimate, man, those thoughts would creep in of what is he thinking about? Who yeah. is he thinking about? Is it just me? Is it? And I think there was a lot of questioning, like, is it just me? Are you thinking about like, mm -hmm. are you, is someone else involved in this? You know, just in your thought process, not physically. Sure. But there was a lot of healing within that that had to take place and a lot of forgiveness that had to take place. But even then, not everything came out. There mm -hmm. was still it was still there was still secrets. And again, I mean, that's even a pinpoint moment of like when we first got married is is being able to even confide in you, rip a, rip, rip away the mask. Yeah. And if that would have been a, a moment, although there was a ton of stuff and a ton of baggage there, but being open and honest, like this is where I'm at. I Opening struggle with all porn. Up. Yeah. I struggle with lust. I struggle with with a sexual addiction, like. Those types of things and just opening that up, what freedom would have been there? Mm -hmm. if Even if it wouldn't have been necessarily freedom from from the addiction or, or whatever, but just being open and honest with you and getting it into the light enough to be able to say, like, this is me. Yeah. You know, Back to those scriptures we talked about last week that if you confess your sins, Lord mm -hmm. is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But if we confess one to, one to another, another yeah. that we may be well, healed. In this case in point, how many times did I look at porn, do all of that, and then immediately after be like, God, Repent, please forgive, forgive me. me. Yeah. And then I'd go leave. It would be you know Saturday night, even with, with us two, is Saturday night, we're fooling around, 
and then before God, marriage, please, yeah, please forgive me, please forgive me, mm-hmm. and then lead worship on Sunday morning, and it's just like a, a, a vicious just cycle, this cycle, cycle, like, <coughs> and I mean, I don't, I mean, I can't think of of any addiction that or any time that I was actively in. Uh, pornography or even in the affair it was that vicious cycle of would do something mess up and then immediately the guilt and shame would be there oh my god please forgive me like take this away i remember you know just falling on my knees just begging like literally begging god please you know even to the point of being like if if you take this away then i'll do this if Mm -hmm. you take this away (laughs) i'll do this and um and and just being at that that place of like just almost so much desperation, you know, and then, but I would never go confess it to anybody. And so I think that's, that's definitely an area where, I mean, scripturally, I didn't ever find healing from it Yeah, because I wasn't getting it into the, into the light. And, and honestly, one of the biggest things that I've learned over even the last two years, but through the whole journey has been the importance of having people that you can talk to. Um, what was it just, a few weeks back, um, I don't know, we were having a, we were, we hit a rough day, I think it was, and like, we weren't talking all day long, it was, it was probably one of the closer points since the affair, and that we've walked through that, that divorce or separation has really, like, crossed our minds, I guess, and I was, I was at work, I think, or driving, anywhere, where, where I was at, but I just realized that like the enemy was chirping my ear, keep it quiet, keep it quiet, keep it quiet. And so I just grabbed my phone and I text as many men on yeah. on that day, like, I need help, please pray. I need help, please pray. And just started like getting it out there. Hey, I we're, was texting my mom. Yeah, we're struggling, mom, we're struggling. Like, and even through that, that was definitely a place of like, I knew now other people knew. So I even when I came and, and, and they saw me, I couldn't put on a front. I couldn't put on a mask. Yeah. I had to be real. And they and luckily I have people surrounding me now that I can be like, Hey, this is this is they what's know going everything. on. And yeah. and they will call me on the carpet. Like, how are you doing? What how's it going? You know? And so that's that's been key, but even through just the uh, pornography and just like getting that out in the open, uh, being honest with you, but then all of that just I would I would tell just enough to suffice, mm-hmm. and, um, and and not even just with the with the porn and the sexual stuff, but a lot a lot of our marriages. It whenever I would know that hey I'm going to be gone for the weekend because this big event, I would come home and tell you just enough to to hopefully sugarcoat it in a way that you wouldn't be mad at me, or you know I would try to manipulate it in a way. And yeah. so we would hit a rough spot and I was like, okay, I'll open up just a little bit just so that you'll you'll be okay or wow, he really opened up with me. In the <laughs> background is like, you're not telling me Jack Dilly squat, you yeah. know. And so um I don't know, I just think back through even all of those and if I would have just opened up and the healing that would have taken yeah. place or been able to and and it's always, what do I always say? Like the grass is always greener on the other side until you realize there's more manure over there. Yeah. It's like this idea that you're you're standing here and you go, okay, I'm actively in pornography addiction. 
and and you're listening to this and you're and I'm telling you to open up and tell somebody. That's easier said than done. Like I get that and you're sitting here going, "No, they're going to think so less of me. They're going to but whatever high position you right. might be in, you were worship leader." Yeah. On the stage every single Sunday leading people into the presence of God. Yeah. But yet battling the secret. Yeah. But but on the flip side of it, now looking back on this side of it mm-hmm. is like not having to walk through um, even the things that we've walked through in our marriage, but walk through an affair, like walk through all the shame and the guilt and all that stuff. Man, I would go back in a heartbeat and be like, hey, I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm having me. issues. You know, before we got married. Another like, song. Yeah. What? It's me, it's me, it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Put your bun down. <laughs> you got a bun in your hair. <laughs> like, what's going on? I've never even heard in that song. No. No. Oh, that was like just Church your, 101. Turn like, to your hymnal books, page 307. It's no, me, oh Lord. that was like the Donut Man or salt, Salty in the Halo Express. I know who Express. Salty is. Yeah. The, that's Anyways. the big blue Bible, purple yep. Bible? Yeah. Yep. Donut Man. I have no clue. Classics. Wow. Classics. You're more sanctified than I am. <laughs> we had a little mixture of salty and the donut. The don't. No, I didn't. I don't. I don't know what. Oh, you're y'all about. Oh, you were saying you. Okay. Yeah. We I'm had sorry. a we had a mixture of salty and Barney. Barney. <laughs> no, we didn't. Mom, mom wouldn't let us watch Barney. Didn't do Barney. Yeah. That was. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. So random. so random. Shoot the bunny. <laughs> <laughs> Which that means. Something rabbit else. trail. <laughs> the rabbit trail. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. We're way off track. Yes. But, no, dealing with what I didn't know. I mean, obviously you told me just enough. So I didn't know the extent of the physical masturbating and looking at porn. I, I definitely didn't know the extent of the mindset and whether it was fantasies or thoughts that crept in of, I mean, you've shared with me of having thoughts of what it would be like to be with someone else or what it years, years ago, what to have a relationship with someone else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just led into little things, little things, little things, believing the lies about me. You can jump in at any time. No, you're good. Um, but believing the lies about me that I was holding you back and I was in the way and yeah. wasn't oh, letting you have a relationship with the Lord because that was your identity. Leading yeah. worship was your identity and you equated leading worship with having a relationship with the Lord and that was your way of having a relationship that with was the a, Lord. That was a big one, having having you keep me from going and doing ministry I equated that to she's not letting me have a relationship with the Lord, and that was that was a that was a big one. Not you don't think I'm I'm good enough. You don't think I'm like just man. That was a that was a really big one. So you know? I'm over here trying to be the best wife I possibly can, trying to support you, trying to keep our family together, keep our family on track, encourage you, and. N- because I didn't know the extent of your thoughts towards me, everything I did was a failure. Everything I did, no matter how hard I tried, it just, 
it pushed you. <laughs> I thought I was doing good and I thought, you know, I was trying my hardest, but it, it kept pushing you further and further away. Yeah. But Until, again, e- even in that, the, the small foxes, recognizing the small foxes yeah. in that, if we could have just sat down and had a conversation, like when you say this, that makes me feel this way. Yeah. But I don't think what, what we didn't understand, and we alluded to this last week, was is this the importance of coming together and giving each other grace to be able to like it's the it's that idea of you have your truth i have my truth and then there's the truth and giving e- each other permission to speak our to truth to speak yeah and and to speak our truth whether it's right or wrong and that's what i was doing today is you were yeah. trying to speak your truth and immediately i'm trying to uh to come back at it with, well, I'm going to fix it or I'm going to be defensive. It was your work trip coming up. Yeah. My truth was you don't want me to be there. You don't want me to go on the trip with you. You're not fighting for me. Um, I'm feeling neglected. Mm-hmm. When we just had this incredible weekend together, you don't, you're not thinking or fighting for me anymore. And your truth was... My truth was, I don't know enough about the trip. I don't have a clue what's going on, where we're going. But what I was saying, I guess, in my words, is that no matter how hard you try, it's not good enough. mm -hmm. You You can never get it right. You can never do it good enough. But the truth of the matter was, (laughs) it was just triggers. Yeah. There was no... Yeah. But even in that conversation, we finally... We took the long yeah. <laughs> way around, but we finally came in and, and, and it was like, okay, stop trying to fix it. Listen to her, what she's saying and understand where she's coming from. And then let me speak and you understand where I'm coming from. And then we can take all that information and say, okay, what, what is, what is the real truth? Yeah. And it was like, you're not planning date nights anymore. And you're like, we missed one date night. Yeah. Well, you're not doing this anymore. It's one trip. Like it's one time. One time equals 50. Forever. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. I'm never, and it we're never going to have a date night from here on out. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, it, but uh, uh, here's just a quick tip. One, one thing that, tr- that came to mind earlier and I thought, you know what, this, this might be a, a really good idea is, is for every date night. Um, and this is just totally off the cuff. Okay. But I thought about it when, during that conversation for every date night, what if we journaled about that date night? Ah. And what it causes us to do is to be able to go back. And when we have those moments where it's like, we never have date nights, we can go back and look, uh, that's not true. And remember this, remember this, remember this, remember this, remember this. A and reminder, like, and, yeah. And document what we've done. I um, like that idea. Yeah. Let's try it. So anyway, just a, just a kind of a, I like that. maybe a, a something we can try. But to that point was, Having the ability to step back and say, "Okay, I want to hear what you're saying, and I want to I want to see it the way that you're seeing it. I want to mm-hmm. understand it, and then you do the same for me, and then us come come together and find the truth. Just even having that mindset just just takes yeah. care of that. I mean, it it kicks the fox out of the garden quick. Yeah, right. And it and it brings us to a place of like, no, no, no. We're gonna get down to the bare roots of of what this is and we're able to address it immediately not let it fester not let it grow not let it not let it keep going and then eventually we'll get to it no yeah. let's take care of it now because right now 
it's so it's so small it's easy to deal with mm -hmm. but if we let it grow if we let it fester it's going to take on a whole new personality and now i'm going to have to start dealing with unforgiveness i'm going to have to start dealing with you know just just bitterness the, yeah. resentment yeah. yeah it all it all starts i i've read part of a book i get stuck at this one point but they talk about forgiveness and how forgiveness is like the very bottom of the totem pole, the the easiest thing to do. Because if you don't take care of the unforgiveness, if you don't choose to forgive, then that leads into bitterness. And the bitterness leads into resentment. And resentment leads into rage. Rage leads into acting out. Like it just grows and gets bigger and bigger and bigger when we would just start at that very spot and take care of and forgive, choose to forgive then all these bigger issues get avoided yeah. and taken care of right away when we just choose to forgive. And that, that's, that's been a huge learning point. Sorry, my voice keeps going out. <clears throat> <laughs> Anyways, but you were talking about, you were talking about um, the little foxes. I mean, we've been talking about the little foxes, but all the mindsets and the thoughts towards each other that we didn't take care of early on um, just ultimately led to the affair. Someone came in the picture that in a way was the opposite of those thoughts that you had towards me and began to f make you feel good and feed into those, yeah. the insecurities and the bitterness and, um, and ultimately had a, a fulfilled those desires within you and um and it caused us to hit rock bottom yeah and where before it was like we can't talk about our troubles we can't go see a counselor we can't cuz people are going to know our secrets people are going to know what's going on we're in leadership we can't you know who do we go to? We can't go to anybody because no one else is struggling. We're the only one struggling or, you know, we had no one in our life to really go to and be honest with. And since then, being able to go to a counselor and it's like I'm a full proponent of a counselor. We were so blessed with ours. He was an incredible man. For sure incredible man i want to see him all the time <laughs> it's like yeah <laughs> keep going we're not just ready go yet. sit on the couch we <laughs> just, really don't have any issues we just, just wanted to say just, hi just wanted to say hi yeah. yeah but um learn man the lord used him in our life so much but being able to have that and get past the the shame of having to see a counselor like man that brought such healing and opened our eyes to so many things and mm -hmm. gave us so many tools and that has been a huge blessing, but to now being able to have friends and people around yeah. us that know our story and know the nitty gritty details yeah. that we can go to and be like, y'all, we're struggling this week. <laughs> we had a big battle this week and get it out in the open and they know what's going on and we can text them like you did a couple of weeks ago, texting them, guys, I need prayer. Yeah. It's not good right now. Yeah. Um, but having that taking care of it right away. Yeah. And um, I, I, it can only be done together when you, you're broken with each other, getting it out, being honest, letting you be honest with your truth, letting yep. me be honest with my truth. Only then can we get rid of those foxes and set those traps and kick them out of the garden. Yeah, I think I think we can wrap it up here probably. But whenever you're reading that scripture to start with, 
the things I wrote down that just the phrases that stuck out in that is planted within you. So these are things that have already been planted inside of us. Mm-hmm. And I know one key for me is when every time we go into this situation, I have to lay down my pride, like my my want to be right. And, and being willing to just, once I step past that, then it's like, okay. And so most of the time it's a deep breath. Just <laughs> put my fear or my anger aside, my my pride aside and okay i'm gonna i'm gonna try to see it your, i'm gonna i'm gonna see it your way you know but planted inside of you so these are things that are already planted inside of us mm-hmm. that we can walk in that we the gifts that we can operate in your I mean, strengths we're, we're, we're married yeah we're married weaknesses. god put us together there's there's strengths that we both bring to the table where it's planted inside of you but we'll do it together Anytime that we've tried to do it alone, well, you got to yeah. change or I got to change and I'm trying to change you and you're trying to change me and we're trying to go almost in two different directions. No, no, we have to walk hand in hand. Or telling just enough to yeah. get by, but still trying to do it on your own. Yeah. yeah. One of the things that uh, our counselor uh, uh, told us, uh, probably in some part of the, the, latter, the latter part, but he always talked about me being broken. And that's the idea of, of brokenness was being upfront with everything. And, and coming to her before she had to ask before, but it's, I have to be broken. And he said, when it, when it's, uh, comes to brokenness, if I'm broken, then it gives you permission to heal. Yeah. And it, it's, that is, is for me to always remain and to learn to be broken. And then that ultimately gives you and brings you healing and allows you to heal. But we, we have to do it together. If you try to heal without me being broken, it's been a flop. It doesn't work. And if work. I try to be broken without you ultimately finding healing, like it's it's just we're just on two separate pages mm-hmm. and we're just we're just passing ships in the night. But if we do this together and my whole sole goal of being broken is, man, I want her to be healed. Mm. I'm going to I'm going to like Servant it's no longer hit. about me. It's yeah. about you. You know, I want to do everything that I can for you to be healed. Um, then that's us doing it together, taking care of the small foxes. So, that's so good, babe. Yeah, I think uh, I think we can probably just wrap this one up here. But we could keep talking oh, for yeah, another hour for sure. Come we'll back next keep to, it, next week. <laughs> keep it shorter. We just get talking, and it's it's so good, and it's it. This is encouraging for us mm-hmm. to be able to communicate and and talk about stuff because. Oh, I think we. I would do this even if we didn't even put a podcast out. This is so good to go it's back and listen to for us reminders. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you, you've definitely said stuff that's like, oh, piecing, you know, yep. seeing the pieces come and together. And what happens but... is next time we're in an argument, I'll be like, no, 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 no see no. what you said. Go listen, go listen to episode two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need to listen to yeah. it again. Yeah. <laughs> go back. So anyway. Well, you want to pray again? Yeah, we're going to pray. Um, I don't know. I don't even know who's listening. I've been trying to keep up with statistics. I'm so new to the that side of things. This is our heart. Un- unprofessional. <laughs> our heart is to help couples that have maybe walked through an affair that are struggling or maybe just at a place of like I don't know how we can how we can move on from here. I don't will our marriage ever be good? Or even that couple that's in that position of maybe you're in a position of leadership and you feel that pressure of I can't tell I anyone. I can't tell anybody. I can't yeah. speak up. Yeah, that's ultimately that's what we're that's what we want to do. We want to share our story so that maybe somebody else can be like, "Hey, I'm not alone." Yeah. Um. So 
I would say it like this. If if you are in a position or in a place that that's where you feel alone, you can't you can't talk to anybody or you can't tell any can't tell anybody, man, comment or you can send us an email, Matt and Corey Peck at gmail.com. Like just let yeah. us know. We'd love to pray for you. Um, we'd love to hear your story, whatever, just comment. But I think also just helping us get get this out there. If you can like, subscribe, share, whatever you do with the podcasts, um, rate it, leave a comment, leave a review, all of the above. <laughs> Stuff we don't remember. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, just click the thumbs up. Don't click the down, <laughs> thumbs down. Leave a comment, write a review, click share it. Click the thumbs down. I don't care. Yeah. But but I will say this. If you're in a spot and you feel like I don't have anyone I can go to, let your spouse be that person. Mm-hmm. Give them permission to be that person. I would dare say as a wife, I can't speak for every wife, but as a wife, I want to be that support for you. I want to be that safe place that yeah. you can come to and be brutally honest. Yep. But that your husband can be that safe place that you can go and be brutally honest because it may not just be the the male that struggled. I've dealt with my own stuff, you know? So just be that safe place for each other and then allow the Lord to open those doors to the safe couples that you can go to. And Yep. Maybe next time we can talk a little bit about... Man, this can lead so much. Protective (laughs) lying. Oh, so much. Anyway, let's let's wrap it up. Let's pray and uh, and we'll just... We'll call it an episode, and we'll come back yes. for another one later. So, Father, we just thank we you. Thank you, Lord. God, I just thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for our story. Yes. Um, God, that we wouldn't we wouldn't forget um, what you've brought us through and how you have changed our hearts. Um, God, that even as we're talking, you're bringing back up those emotions. You're bringing back up those reminders of just how faithful you've been. And so, Father, I just pray that as we sh- continue to share our story, we just go out, and I just pray over the the uh, the woman or the man right now that they just feel like there's no hope for their marriage. I feel I pray over the the husband or the wife that just feels like they have to keep everything secret. God, I pray that there would be light that shines yes, in the darkness right the now light. in Jesus' name. God, that they would be able to take a step uh, of faith and just trust you. Um, and God, I just. I just thank you for what you're doing and how you've changed my heart and how you've changed in our marriage and been given us the opportunity to have a reset. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening, and we will be back next, next week with episode number three.